Hey everyone! The following episode includes spoilers from the show. I am not okay with this. You've been warned. All right. So, uh, hi everyone, and welcome to another conversation with the what? With the writer die. <laughs> the writer die chicks. I'm Deanna, and I swear I can talk. <laughs> I'm Angela. I'm Mercedes. Oh, there's a pandemic. You can't blame me. <laughs> Everybody's got poo brain. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I've never heard it quite described that way, but I like mm. it. Yeah, I didn't remember. Recipe. I was like, how many days have passed? I don't I don't know. I forgot today was Sunday. The days are blurring together. It <laughs> is hard. If I didn't have to check off my calendar every day, I really don't know how I would know. I think I only know because we have staff meetings. Or like I have meetings during the week, you know? Mm-hmm. Good old Zoom. <laughs> they canceled Zoom. all of mine. <laughs> they canceled all of mine. I have Teams. What's huh? Teams? It's Microsoft Teams. I don't know. Um, For whatever reason, th- th- they just don't want to use Zoom. <laughs> Initially, we're doing Skype business, and then we heard, like, everybody else is using Zoom. And then they're like, we're going to do Teams. We're using <laughs> Teams. <laughs> You're like, uh, but they said Zoom. I don't... <laughs> Okay, so I am not okay with this. It's a comedy TV series on Netflix, brand new, um, based off of a graphic novel, right? Right. Yes, which I did not know. I didn't either. Reading immediately. Same. We don't have much to do. (laughs) (laughs) Love this show. It was a really good show. I really liked it because it definitely wasn't what I expected at all. Mm -hmm. Um. Because again, like I, I'd never heard of the graphic novel, so I had no idea that powers of any sort played a part. So I thought that was really cool. I've, I was able to pick up on the the powers thing just because I, I had seen the promo for the show a while ago, and I was like, hmm, if my instincts are correct, this looks kind of like an updated Carrie, which it was and it wasn't, but I was hooked right away. So I was like, okay, obviously she can move things with her mind. She's got telekinesis, but what does it mean in this story? <laughs> yeah. See, the only thing I saw of this was um, like the the promo um, photos and the posters, mm-hmm. and so it reminded me of like um, the end of the fucking world. Well, it's the same creator. It's the same. Oh, okay, because it's basically the same font. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, maybe it's like a spinoff or something, but um, it was different. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if, Would you be surprised if it if it were in the same universe? Because it kind of feels like it it could be. I just don't think that there's any like supernatural mystical shit mentioned at all. And I think I think that's the the point of the end of the fucking world is, is that it's very grounded in reality, hmm. and that makes it so much harsher. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I don't think I would have watched this if I didn't know about the telekinesis element. Because as soon as it had like powers i'm like okay i'll watch this because if it's if it was all grounded in reality i think this show would be harder for me to watch but because it's not like the powers give it levity but it's uh it's a darker comedy if it's yeah because you said it is a comedy but i don't know if i would have watched it if i didn't know it was gonna have powers in it but then i ended up staying for the actual story not the powers part so i like how it lured me in but her powers kind of move the story forward it yeah. does yeah I think it's just really well written and very well produced. I liked it a lot. I love this. <laughs> I wanted it to be longer. I really wanted more. There's no. a, there's going to be a second season, right? Well, there's no second um, season confirmed, but I'm like Netflix. If you don't get your shit together, I will come for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, they always they change wait so long to announce it. Yeah, the I graphic- guess they can't really do anything right now anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, you can't shoot right now with that social distancing. Which, yeah, one of my other shows is just, like, on pause right now. They're like, yeah, we didn't finish shooting it before the pandemic, so you guys don't have to wait for that next episode. But but um, they can confirm it, and then someone can write that shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my gosh. I don't know why they're dragging their feet on this. I'm just like, come on. But, yeah, no, they definitely changed the ending from the graphic novel, so they left the door open for the second season, so we're just waiting for it. Did you read the graphic it. novel? 
I heard things about it. I didn't read it. I don't. I don't know where to find graphic novels. See, Angie, this is the thing with you. But I was like, end up looking up spoilers, <laughs> and you already know what's happening. And we're like, actually going to read it. I know. <laughs> don't tell me anything about the graphic novel. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't tell me what comes next. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I you know how general I am. I know little details that are very far and vague. But yeah, no, I don't know exact details. So no spoilers for me. <laughs> Why do you do that, Angie? You just love to ruin things for yourself. <laughs> if the show is, or if the the content is good enough, I don't end up ruining it for myself. But other times it's unintentional. And I think I just got in the habit of knowing spoilers that it if the show or the movie or the book is good enough, even knowing some of the spoilers doesn't mess it up for me. If it does, then it's probably a weaker story. But sometimes you you really should avoid spoilers for the full effect. But it's harder nowadays with the internet. It's like, I need to stay off all Twitter. Uh, That's easy. I need to stay off all internet and and YouTube. (laughs) That is true. It's a lot easier to just read stuff now. All right. So for those of you who don't know, I'll read a, a quick synopsis. Sydney is a teenage girl navigating the trials and tribulations of high school while dealing with the complexities of her family, her her budding sexuality, and mysterious superpowers just beginning to awaken deep within her. (laughs) Da-da-da. She is a really interesting character. And I have to say, I really hated her at the start. (laughs) You didn't like her? I I liked her, but I I hated the way that she treated people. Like, and I know that was important to her character development and her arc, but it just, it was so cringy, especially the relationship she had with her mom. And like, her mom is not a perfect character, but it just made me feel so sad. You can just tell from the start that she's a very broken person. Mm -hmm. And like, the way that she was kind of codependent on her friend, I think, said a lot about that. But then, yeah, I think seeing the way that she treated her mom, it was really heartbreaking. And that was hard for me to watch, too. That is more like, it's not that I didn't like her because of it, but it's more of, I was like, fuck, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> like, what happened? But it's like what her little brother said. They, they like, go at each other instead of avoiding hurting each other. They almost just always clash. That's true. Her mom says some some pretty fucked up shit to her. Yes, she does. So (laughs) I guess it kind of, like, the apple doesn't really fall far from the tree in that case. But it can also be, like, reactionary. Because I think after a while, at the start of the show, wasn't it, like, almost a year since the dad had passed away? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think, like, if she was consistently being that way all that time and just, like, coming at her mom so hard all the time, I think after a while her mom, you know how sometimes, like, you see those glimpses of your parents as, like, more than your parents, like, as actual human beings. Mm -hmm. Like, they'll say something to you that's just like, you can't tell me that! I'm your child! (laughs) (laughs) That's not allowed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that kind of happens in their dynamic at the point that we're coming in as an audience. Mm -hmm. So it's just really interesting to see. Also, I just really love the way that the the actress, the, the the girl, the woman that plays the mom is really, really good. Maggie Novak. Maggie oh, Novak. Oh, no, that's, Maggie. Like, that's that's her name. That's the character's name. It's Kathleen. Let me see. Kathleen Rose Perkins. I feel like I know her from She's something good. else. I know. I know. I definitely. Know I her feel from like else, but. the acting in this show is pretty superb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everyone is amazing, and then the main character Sydney, played by Sophia Lillis, and then Stanley is played by Wyatt. They're both in it. Was he, was his character's name Stan and It, too? He's played a Stan before, hasn't he? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) They're both in It. So they they have a really great connection on screen um, already. Mm -hmm. So they work really well together. And then I, um, like, I really like how her sexuality comes about. Like, I could, you could call that from minute one. Like, you you could call that from minute one, but I like that it took her a while to get there. Like, mm-hmm. she, she did some self-exploration to get there. And yeah. I think that's, like, that was cool. And then I like that we actually saw it all on screen because, like, everything everything about that experience was so cringy. But I feel like that was real. Like, that's a cringy experience for anyone going through, like, trying to figure out their sexuality. So I really like that, that depiction. I think it was because, also, too, because they're in a smaller town. I think that's why it took her longer 
till she's like, I'm not interested in the people in this town. And then she, there's a new transfer student and then just like the light bulbs are going off for her. It's like new person, new things are happening and it's all working out, but, or didn't work out, but. I just love all the, as she's going through these changes in life, that's when the powers show up. I think that's so like, um, like it's such a stereotypical thing for people when they have powers. It comes when you're like discovering yourself and you're growing. She almost said the same line as into the Spider-Verse, uh, where it's like, is, is this, it's just puberty or something like that. She says the same line that is said in that movie. And I didn't realize the, the superhero comic book connection till that. And then they do bring it up later with the actual comic books. But I was like, oh, I'm starting to hear this. But like you said, it wasn't actually a cliche line before. I just recently started tying those two things together. Well, I put it, I kind of linked it to like kind of a play on, because you know how much I love Carrie. <laughs> Everybody knows how much I love Carrie. And that that one, it was, her telekinesis came from becoming a woman, essentially, going through puberty. Yeah. And so I figured that that was them playing on like, oh, it's, just think of it as like the same thing. But this, her... What exactly kicked her off? Was it just that she was angry? Because if she's been dealing with this grief for a year, I'm trying to think of, like, what was the turning point here that made her powers come to life? Wasn't it more like building up and, like, panic attacks? Or if she, it was like she, she was always having that conversation with herself to calm down, and it was just, like, start building up and building up, and that's when she would just, like, lower lid. But I don't remember what the... What was the first thing that happened? The wall cracking? Mm-hmm. I think I don't know because the only thing that I can think of that starts at the same time is like her kind of realizing her sexuality because it's not oh. necessarily like because I by this time like she's gone like she's starting she's started like had her period and stuff mm-hmm. and she's gone through puberty but that's the, honestly the only thing I can think of because you're right if she has been going through this grief for a year um, oh. I think the connection was that that's when her best friend starts seeing Brad. So it could be linked to the sexuality. Then, yeah, that's when because, she started to realize that it bothered her in a way that it probably shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Brad's nosebleed. That was the first thing. You're and right. before then, she didn't really have a reason to get that mad yeah. at someone. Because her life wasn't great, but she had her best friend, and Mm -hmm. things were okay enough for her to get through. But yeah, then she started even losing her, so yeah. Yeah, that is an interesting approach to this. That's what I remember. Yeah. I wonder how they explain it in the comic. I don't know. See? We we have to read it now and then do a follow-up. I really want to read it. (laughs) It, I don't know. Yeah. Because when they started talking about the dad, it's it almost seemed like his powers didn't start till he was in the military. So his started yeah, even what later. I'm thinking, was it a military experiment gone wrong? <laughs> was it a military experiment or was that when he was under enough anxiety and pressure that they came out? <gasps> yeah. Ah! You know what I mean? You know what? Because then that's when everyone in his area died except him. Is it because... He, he caused it. He yeah. caused it, or did something happen and he was just able to like protect himself with his powers? Yeah, like, I'm sure. It made you know what? It I think you might be on. I think you might right? be onto something with the former thing. That would make more sense. That would mm-hmm. make more sense. It's like just I'm not against the military test or whatever, but because uh-huh. she has it and she was already born born when he was in the military, then it wouldn't make any sense. You know? Wait, is that how right. it went? Yeah, she joined the military after she was born, wasn't it? It was shortly well, after they got married, but I'm not really sure how long. A- ago that would have been Mm -hmm. it seems it does seem like they're both tied to like high stress situations which is a common it's that's what happens in x-men and in uh the troubles in haven not your troubles not the dairy girl troubles the um but yeah both of those like it's like a high stress situation brings the powers out that were already in them and it can Mm -hmm. be it's it usually the first time they come out it's not great if that's how it happened with a dad i can see if he could have been the one co- that caused everything or if everyone dying around him caused it. What this series did that was that, so when you start to develop these powers, like we've seen before when people develop powers, someone automatically knows and starts coming to look for them. Or mm-hmm. like, you know, they, they, they like, it's like they send out a signal and someone's watching them, blah, blah, blah. 
But this whole time, we don't know anything about who is following her. We kind of get the idea that they were also following her dad later on. But we we don't see them. We don't hear anything about them. This was so... Because the, it's only six episodes, right? It's seven. Seven, seven yeah. episodes. But it's so short. And I feel like in that time, I feel like so many other shows, format-wise, would have already kind of introduced who they were. And mm-hmm. this one just really stuck and dug into, like, the very first month or span of her powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, month or week. And I thought that was really interesting because you get to see more of what she goes through. Whereas in other shows, like we we skip over a lot of stuff and we just hear it talked about and we don't mm-hmm. see some of the stuff that we'd want to. And it just, we we move really quickly in time. Yeah. So the we, guy, go ahead, sorry. Oh no, I was about to say the guy following her, it was more of a like a speak of the devil situation because he, sh- he didn't show up on our radar till after uh, Stan mentioned has someone come to you like a Mr. Miyagi uh, character or something. Yeah, a mentor. You. Yeah, a mentor. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Um, but yeah, no, the, the guy doesn't even pop up on our radar on our radar until after that's mentioned. So it's like you 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 call them or you speak of them and then they come. And so that was, that was interesting. I was like, so if he had never mentioned it, maybe she would have been fine this whole time. But no. <laughs> my assumption is that it's the dad. That's what I'm guessing. I'm like, somehow the dad figured out how to harness his powers or something and the best way to do that was to leave his physical form that's what my guess is but I know I usually go out on a limb with a lot of my things I I read too deeply into things it's like I was saying why I'm bad at murder mystery dinners here's my problem with that she sees the person at the end in the very last episode that's who she sees and he talks to her Mm -hmm. so like she can see who it is and if it was her dad I feel like there would have been a different reaction and then two, someone was coming for the dad too. That is so right. Mm-hmm. Is it that he felt like he was being followed? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He got really paranoid. It was it the same guy though? I know. Well, we don't know because I mean, it could have been, or it could have like maybe something worse was following them, and now because maybe that was brought to someone else's attention, and that's the guy that finds her. Mm-hmm. And maybe I won't... they're a good guy. I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. I... I'm just going to speak of the show. I'm not going to go into what I know about the comet, so I'm not even going to bother to mention that. And (laughs) so we'll just stick in the world of the TV show. I wonder how exactly um, that the shadowy guy ties in with her, because it doesn't seem like he has the same powers, but that that could just mean that Sydney has more powers than she knows. And we're just seeing another facet of the power she could have later if if they are kind of related in that way. I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case. That's my assumption at this point. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah, and if it's government experiment, that that would make more sense if the guy that's following her isn't related to her in any way, because that would mean she could have gotten it from her father in two ways. She could have gotten it after her father was experimented on, and then after she was conceived, it passed on to her, or he always had it in him, and that's how it was just hereditary the normal way. So I'm, I wonder which way they're going with that, because if it was just hereditary naturally, then does that mean the shadow guy is also related to her in some way, like some uncle or distant cousin? Or Well, other people could have powers too. It doesn't necessarily have to be all that family. I know. No, it's only them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I always try to make the world's, I don't know why, I try to make the connections clearer, but, but yeah, that's, if you're going just like genetic wise, then it could be anybody with a, with a certain trait, but yeah, I don't know how big the world's going to be for Sydney, because I feel like we would know more people. Yeah, you guys are making, I wasn't thinking this hard before, you guys are making my head hurt. (laughs) That's how much we love the show. It goes all the way to the top! (laughs) I'm always down to think conspiracy first and then reaction, reactional. Reational? Is that a word? Reaction. I was gonna say realistically, and then I I started to say realistically, and then I went into rational. I don't know. I like conspiracies. I'm just like if it was a government type thing. My only qualm with that, if we're thinking about the the shadow man, is like how would he know to find her? I don't know what kind of signal she could have sent out. She was very to herself about a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Well, he could have just been there 
because he knew that the dad had powers and then he was following the dad and then the dad died by suicide but he knew that one of the kids if if it that's why i'm thinking it's hereditary because he could have just stuck around and waited Mm -hmm. to see if one of them started showing signs a whole year he's just like lying and wait or he's just he's he's patient (laughs) he's probably got like uh what is the what do you measure earthquakes on A, a richter scale maybe it's just got like an alert beacon and then when the the ground started shaking too much she's like she's awake time for me to go to lester <laughs> well actually because she has that that scene in the forest where she like blows down all those trees mm-hmm. and that's before before the comic oh gosh, book what? scene what the, oh the, yes the, yes i was like what are you talking about the comic book and don't tell me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's before they try to get her to harness her power, so to speak. So and she I wonder do some if maybe damage. that kind of tipped him off. Yeah, yeah. she she did a lot of damage. Yeah, so I'm like maybe that did tip some somebody off, whoever this shadow person is. My so, question is, if she has it and it's hereditary, would the little brother have it too? That's what I'm thinking too. Or maybe it just runs like it's just it's unlikely that, that they would both have it. You know how some genes work that way? Where it's like you could pat <laughs> science. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know how genes do that. Like, yes. You're looking at it. You're like, do I, I don't know. Do I have to remind you that I'm not a STEM person? <laughs> I could be wrong. Did anybody else think that the show was set in a different time period every now and then? I couldn't figure out when we were. Well, because- I think. Oh, go, go, go. Well, just because of, like, the town and everything looks so old and so vintage, you know? But, I mean, they could just come from, like, just a smaller Midwestern town today. So, I don't know. (laughs) I think it speaks to, I don't know if you guys have noticed, I have, like, teenage cousins, and that generation, for whatever reason, is really obsessed with nostalgia for a childhood they didn't have you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like they want to believe that they had a 90s baby childhood they're all obsessed with like vhs tapes and records and all this stuff from the 90s and i'm like you weren't even born anywhere near the 90s but it's not just like the clothes they wear and like the like what they have it's also like the decor in all of their houses Mm-hmm. and like even the bowl the, I mean the bowling alley can just be old yeah but like everything else I can't tell like I said if it's just they live in really old houses and they never redecorated or if we're supposed to be um earlier in time you know what I mean yeah. oh, I thought they had cell phones they did I saw a smartphone came phones? out oh okay. yeah they have smartphones that's the only reason I realized we are in modern day because it's kind of like the land the time forgot but the main thing that kept throwing me off was the music mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah. Because I didn't recognize, ha- I I didn't recognize most of that music, and I knew it all felt like '80s or above. I, nothing felt '90s to me. It all it all felt older than. Well, and then that could argue because I don't know. Is the band that they like actually a real band? I don't know. I, no. I have no idea. But like, it could be because there are a lot of bands nowadays that have that same sound. Wood mm-hmm. Witch. <laughs> oh, and, and that way it kind of reminds me of Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Where, like, we're still not sure what time we are. And I don't think we've seen cell phones in Sabrina, but it has that same vibe where you're like, I think it's today, but it's, yeah. the town is just nostalgic, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. like, Riverdale like. has that weird vibe every now and then, like you were saying. You saw a lot of Carrie references. I saw a lot of Breakfast Club references. Just... I saw a mixture of both, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially that detention episode. I was like, mm. Breakfast Club vibes. <laughs> Can we talk about that awful girl? Yeah. Where did what she come from? I don't know. But she was just a problem on many, many levels. Like, <laughs> You could tell that actress is having fun depicting the character, but I'm just like, what is wrong with you? And why are they playing? I couldn't understand why they were playing along with her game when she's like, we're going to do, what is it? Mary, Mary fuck kill. Mary fuck kill. I'm just like, what? I wouldn't play. I'm like, just say no. Like, what is she gonna do to you? If she's one person against all of you guys. <laughs> I'm like, she's why one person like that her? absolutely no one in your school respects. Like, why are you gonna be like, fine? Like, no. Like, have and a backbone. Did, 
did they ever clean the gym like they were supposed to? I don't think so. No. Andrew, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're worried about. <laughs> they had the run of the school. And that was really confusing to me because I'm like, he left them in there by themselves and expected them to do anything or do, do what he said. And I'm just like, if you're not going to be here to make sure that they do what you say, how can you ensure that they will do the thing that you told them to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was asking for a problem. Why were they never called also for the library? They were the only students on campus at the time, and they weren't even questioned. That was my thing. I'm like, uh, even if you didn't think that they could have done that, why didn't they say, did you guys see anybody? <laughs> we never hear about it again. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out where this was set because I was like, is nobody else thinking there's these random earthquakes happening every now and then? Is nobody ever feeling these shockwaves? Because I don't know when they discovered the library, but it's not like they, somebody else felt it. And I was like, how is nobody feeling these shapes or mini implosions? Well, they, they just chalked it up to, it was vandals who just, yeah, ratty ass kids that came in and just went crazy. Yeah, but that whole episode, I started getting confused because... They kept doing the what if scenarios and I was like what was the actual scenario in the end like that they that they broke in and took the tape did they actually do the burrito bomb and did I think they, actually- they did do the burrito bomb they did. because they did. the press yeah. the principal came in and was just like which one of you punks likes burritos oh right right, right. that did happen <laughs> it's like all those caper films lately have that like this is what we're gonna do and sometimes it's just their plan and sometimes you're actually seeing the event and I get confused I'm like wait did this happen or is it still in your head I don't know Uh, I have to say that was the moment that I really was like I wish I had met someone like Stan in high school because I would have been all over that person (laughs) I like Stan I like Stan I I I low-key wanted them together they were cute Mm mm-hmm but I, I do think she and Dina make a really cute couple. Yeah, but she's got to get over that trauma of her ex's head exploding first. Oh my god, can we do Oh my god! <laughs> first of all, I think we all knew something like this was going to happen, but then it happens and you're like... Brad. See, I didn't, th- I didn't think it was going to go to that extreme. <laughs> but I didn't think I head was going to explode. Me either! He, I just thought he, was gonna he, be like- he called it on himself. He's like, tonight's going to be mind-blowing. And I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> And then he, no idea. <laughs> he did a Kanye with the mic at the homecoming. I was like, ooh, no, nobody wants that. Teachers were stopping him. When he I, outed when he outed her, I was like, uh, excuse me, this is where a guidance counselor. I'm like, why didn't anyone cut the mic? Yeah. Where are these people? And then they just let him take the mic. Yeah. From him. And I'm like, why would you do that? He's a child. And they disappeared from the scene. It's like all the adults disappeared. It's mm-hmm. like they weren't there anymore. I was like, aren't they going to come in? Again, this isn't Sydney's fault. This is the chaperone's fault. They should have yes. seen that mic. It's yes, not it's- Sydney's fault, but it's just like, did you see the way people were looking at her like she did it? I, I couldn't, I, I don't know. If I went to that high school and I was there at the time, I'd be traumatized, but I wouldn't be sitting there. I was like, it could have been anybody. He could have no, just no, no, been no. spontaneously combusted. Like, I don't know what I saw. <laughs> I think they saw, she was, she had the whole carry thing going on. She was the only one covered in that much blood. I think that's the main reason people were looking at her because everybody uh, But that's just because looking. of where they were standing. Yeah, he was right in front of her. Yeah, but no, the other people that she was passing along the on the hallway out were staring at her too. But that's uh-huh. they're mainly they just saw that's her covered in blood. Yeah, yeah, they. That's why I think they were all staring. I don't think anybody per- particularly thought it was her in that much of a like the thought process. I think everybody just like scattered when it happened. They're like, oh no, our heads exploding. Is everybody's head? So we're leaving just in case. <laughs> I just, the way that they chose to have her kill him is just so epic to me. Yes, it like was Brad. Like, his fucking head exploded. <laughs> but the seed was planted from the beginning because I think that what, that's what happened when his nose started bleeding. It's just like mm-hmm. she was putting pressure on his head even then. But I just it's thought just, she gave him a nosebleed. I didn't think anything. I wasn't thinking of, oh my gosh, she did it because she was like putting pressure on his head. Like I didn't think about that. I'm like, she made his nosebleed. <laughs> Yeah, because I don't, I still don't understand how her powers decide to work because I couldn't tell if it's an explosion or an implosion sometimes because I know things go out, which should be an an explosion, but it's almost like, I don't know that, that. I would say it's more of an explosion because that's how she cracked the wall. Uh Uh-huh. 
Yeah. You know? But it, yeah. Like it comes from within her, and then she can move stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like, so, but see, if that's the case, how is she putting the pressure on him when it's just him? Because if it's her power comes out this is getting very technical i'm thinking that it's it's probably something that's like it's it's combusting like it the pressure is building and building and bringing it closer together and that's when it cracks because that could maybe it's just something as simple as like i wish you would shut up and i wish your head would explode like and then it happens (laughs) so but that's not how it's worked with any other time and uh, here's another thing if we're going to talk about weird aspects of her power i can't tell if it's due to her anxiety or her when she gets upset like when she's is it triggered by her anger or her anxiety because those are two different things but it seems like her power has come to play at both points Mm -hmm. well i think sometimes they go hand in hand so Mm, i don't know but it could be both like working on those (laughs) dos that just makes it so much harder to control like i if it were me i don't know what i would do what do we think of like the actual characters involved I, I was called, actually, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, <laughs> the first time I saw Stan, I called him Ducky, and and if I didn't already call her as a lesbian, I would have thought, finally, Ducky was going to get the girl, but it's like, sorry, you're, you're still not getting her, but yeah. <laughs> oh, well, he got her, but he's not keeping her. Well, she could step aside anyway, because me and Stan have plans. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm all, does Jay know this? <laughs> he's like, he's not to. in the room. <laughs> But I, I, her brother is really interesting to me. And sometimes I don't know if I like the way that he's depicted. I like the idea of what they're going for with her little brother, but at the same time, I don't know if it comes across how they want it to, or if it's played what, well, exactly. What, what did you have a problem with? I, I don't believe it when he does that, like, oh, I'm more intellectual than my age sometimes. Like, when he's building that, mega suit i'm just like oh he's he's one of he's like an intellectual kid but then when he tries telling them like oh uh come in you want some coffee you want some tea have a seat welcome to my house i'm just like that i don't believe (laughs) he's just a quirky little kid i I don't know like trying to take over the dad role in that moment i think he's just trying not to be a burden on them and he's trying to be helpful but I think that's that could also just be because he's trying to fill some shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I if, mean, there are kids out there who, like, they just like and do things that are older, that are not normal with what other people, other kids their age do. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked him as a character. I thought he was a little sweetheart. And he was just trying to do the best he can. <laughs> he reminded me of the phrase that you have to look out for the quiet ones. Like, because I was like, with that as your sister and that as your mom i wouldn't put anything past you later on like if the series continued i thought he was going to be more of the one that um you know how stan that had the whole mentor speech and the comic book connection if stan didn't do that i thought he could have been the character to do that as well because that's the type of vibe he gave me but i feel like since he is the only real family connection she still has if she goes on her own journey he would be the one to pull her back or she should bring him along with her if he ends up having powers even if he doesn't i that's why i I did kind of like his character because he he had he could go multiple ways where some of the other characters really felt set in their ways i felt like he could go different ways later on he could i could totally see him as um like because I guess it could be him or Stan. I could totally see them being, like, the researcher friend. The oracle? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I could totally see him as, like, the oracle, too, later on in life. Mm -hmm. What what characters do you think were set in their ways? It's just, like, I I got a good read on Stan and, um, wait, what's, what's Dina. Dina. Mm -hmm. I, I got a I got a better sense of everybody else, but for some reason, her little brother gave me gave me different vibes because it's like he he seemed so sweet and then he was talking about his, how he's making a death suit i'm like what wait why do you 
I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I, is, is this how everybody starts when they say their neighbor was so quiet? I don't know how he killed all those women. I'm just, I'm just wondering. Oh my God. <laughs> he seemed like a nice guy. He kept to himself. <laughs> I just think he was a quirky little kid. Like, it yeah. didn't shock me at all. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. But I'm saying you, you're, you rub him the wrong way. He may, like, make good Come on after you. Threats. Yeah. I was waiting for major growth spurt. I was waiting for him to beat up that bully. I That's was what like, I thought too. He's gonna end up being him. He's gonna sock him in the face or something. I thought he did sock him in the face when they did that cutaway after he was talking to that Valerie girl. But then it turns out he got punched, and I was like, "Man, that was his moment." <laughs> <laughs> they did cut away a lot of times where I was like, "Oh, we could have stayed on that a second longer," but okay, I guess we'll just move on. But. I, they kept giving me something else that I would forget that I was like, I wanted to stay there a few sessions. Okay, we'll just go. Stuff but. moved really quickly. But I mean, it was only, they were only like, what was it, a half an hour long? Each no, 20. 20 minutes was it 20? See? Yeah. Yeah, it like ranged from 18 to 24 minutes. and But Zero that was very nine. concise. I felt like, yeah, and I felt like every minute was really important. Mm-hmm. The the way that this script, or this script, the, the way that this show moved it made me think of Dairy Girls, how every single second counted. Mm-hmm. There's no wasted space, and you could tell. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it too. I do. I do really like the, the like the final, converse. Well, not the final, but like the big conversation she has with her mom when she mm-hmm. was down in the basement, and the mom comes, and she was like, "You've always chosen him over me, even when I was alive." Oh, that's yeah. not the last. <laughs> Or even when he was alive. But that's, like, the big conversation they have to where, mm-hmm. like, it starts to turn. That wasn't the one in the basement, though. What was in the basement? The, the basement. basement was oh, that was the reveal. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, oh, no, the other but... one was in her room. Yeah. 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 I really liked that conversation, too. Yeah. That was and, really good. And I kept forgetting that her dad had been dead a year. And I was like, oh, right. This has been building up over time. This isn't something recent. I kept forgetting that it wasn't a recent, uh, that recent of an occurrence. I thought it was, like she still should be like be getting a break for her outburst but I was like oh you've been doing this for a year you will be chipping away at your mom's nerves I I do Mm -hmm. see it now but I did forget about that as I was watching it well I just like too how it kind of brings up how everyone like everyone in this family was grieving it wasn't just her yeah I think I think it really helped her realize how selfish she was being Mm -hmm. how it like touched on that because I mean like, the whole time that she's being an ass to her mom, you really, like, the audience, I mean, has to be thinking, like, I mean, she lost her husband, too. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how, and that's why it was so hard for me to kind of get on Sydney's team, because I, I felt that so much with her mom. I'm just like, maybe your mom's not perfect, but, and it's something that you know We've all been angsty teenagers at one point in time, and it's something that I guess you could see because when you're that age, you don't really realize the the level of of pain you could cause by things that you think of just like, in this moment, I'm really pissed off, so I'm just going to say whatever comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. But with the added layer of like, the dad had passed, and it was it wasn't just her dad. It was her brother's dad and her mom's husband, mm-hmm. and she just would not bring herself to see that. And even if she did, she didn't want to. Yeah. Any time that it was brought to her attention, she actively ignored it. And that's why I was like, at the, for the first few episodes, I just was like, Sydney's a bitch. <laughs> She's terrible. Like, it's like, cause like, like, okay, like we all, like grief is really complicated, but then like you add it to like that really shitty stage that you mentioned that we all go through and like combining those two, like she was a monster. She was really yeah. fucked up. <laughs> yeah. But she tried to be a good bitch sister. Mm-hmm. She, did. she did. She did try to look out for her little brother, which was nice, but I feel like she just kind of blamed her mom. Mm-hmm. you know but I think it's really funny because like some people don't realize what I thought was funny that moment low-key reminded me of when I was in high school and I was a complete fucking monster and it got mm-hmm. so bad that one day my mom like you could tell she didn't mean to but she she said that I was acting like a little bitch and I just remember we were both sitting in the car as soon as she said it we both kind of looked at each other and we're like oh! 
Did you just say that? <laughs> like, she was like, I mean, you could tell she was very apologetic, but in my mind, I was like, holy shit, am I a bitch? <laughs> I try to be better after that. She would have never. <laughs> See? See, and that's the thing. It's like, it's, it kind of harkens back to what I was saying earlier. It's like, you get those glimpses of your parents as people. Like just exactly. more than your parents. You see a lot more of that as adults, but as teenagers, sometimes you can bring that out of your parents. And I think they did a really great example. They they did a really great job of showing what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Because we've all had at least one moment like that with our parents when we were younger. But it's just to have it play out like that, it's just like, oh, I've been there. <laughs> like I, I was I was there. That was me. And I was wrong. I still feel bad. I try to apologize to my mother regularly. I know what I was. Mm -hmm. Mother's Day is next month. We got this. I know. It's her birthday next month, too. Mine, too. I'm like, she'll be out. I try to be nice to her now. She's done so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they were trying to get a lot of mileage out of that line she said when she was drinking the wine, where she like, um, when Sydney said, it feels like no yeah. one loves me or something like that, and she, or something like that. And her mother said, maybe you're setting your, your goal. Expectations. Setting, yeah, your expectations too high. That something line, like that, I was yeah. just like, no, you didn't say that. I was like, I please know. take that bad. At but, that point, I was like, oh, maybe there's a reason she hates her mom. But yeah. then I was like, you said her mom's just been through so much too. And like she mentions later, her dad wasn't a saint. Mm-hmm. If her dad was already going through like this paranoia phase before he passed away, like you just imagine how difficult it must have been for her mm-hmm. too to have to deal with her husband. Is he going insane? And then losing him that way. Mm-hmm. She might feel a little bit of guilt there too, you know? Yeah. And her grief probably started like way before his passing mm-hmm. is what it sounds like. It's like she was struggling for way longer than either of the kids could have known mm-hmm. and for her to not take that I mean how could she take that into consideration but like I don't know be nice to your parents <laughs> it just goes back to how selfish you are <laughs> when you're a teenager but I, yourself. I can, I can I, that's what I liked about the series is that like it really played on these details that we can all relate to in a very visual way even sometimes like they they use the powers to set examples but I mean We've all done shitty things as teenagers without those powers, so. (laughs) I think it also, I thought another interesting element is, like, when you're younger and an adult tries to give you advice on something, you're like, no, that's stupid, I'm not going to do that, and then you do it. It's the diary. The diary carried so much of the story, and it was kind of her salvation after she completely, like, shat on it the first time. Counselor, she's like this stupid counselor is making me write in this diary and then when she lost her diary it's like where is it <laughs> i love that because i didn't when i i didn't realize her narration even though it said dear diary every time i wasn't putting two and two together and i was like okay cool she's this is what she's writing and we're just seeing it every time because it was so it was so non-linear that my brain was getting a lot of information but yeah when it's like that she's like dear diary 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 where are you it's like oh no <laughs> It's like, where's the cat mermaid? Where is it? The that mermaid. Was, it was so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that diary, and I want a copy for myself. That was ugly. <laughs> it was a cute diary. I liked it. <laughs> but I just think it's so funny, because you can tell, like, she's not a cutesy girl. Like, she's a grungy type of girl. And then this counselor sets down a fucking, what is it called? A mercat? Mermaid. A per, oh, sorry, a fucking permaid. <laughs> like, a diary. Why would she be into that? Yeah, she even asked, like, can I do it on the computer? She's like, nope. Oh, okay. She's like, but write see, it down. If she, she did it, how, how did Brad steal it? Honestly, didn't she leave, he could have had any opportunity. But didn't she, didn't she leave it? Like, she was carrying it with her and she, did, wasn't it during the um, detention? I think she left it behind somewhere. She I don't know if it was detention. There was an opportunity. Well, detention is where shit really hit the fan. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, excuse me, how could you? Here's where I wasn't understanding Brad's thinking. You're going to make this half-assed alliance with me, and I'm going to betray my best friend? Yeah, uh, I don't know what you. How could you be upset that I told her? I'm I don't know you. I'm going to shit about you, Brad. Who do you think you are? Yes. Do you do that? Like, yes. It's like, who do you take me for? <laughs> we're not friends <laughs> like the audacity of it all 
I couldn't understand. I was just like, somebody come get this child. <laughs> that's why I, that's the one thing when I was watching the show, I was so happy all my friends were late bloomers. Because if I had to deal with their boyfriends or <laughs> girlfriends in high school, oh, there would have been more issues. I didn't have to deal with any of that stuff. <laughs> I was like, oh, goodness. But yeah, no, he was, he was a mess. Yeah, no, also, I don't know. He was shady as hell, coming at her like, I'm not all a bad guy. I got some good qualities too. Handshake, and I'm just like, he was a anyway. shitty ass guy. He <laughs> was controlling and manipulative. But fuck that dude. That's why he died. <laughs> I saw this, I saw this tweet um somebody posted where it was just like um after finishing the season finale of I Am Not Okay With This, and then it just had the um, a gif of, did you guys watch Arrested Development? Mm-hmm. The mom, like, with the cocktail saying, good for her. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, because it's like, I, did Brad have any redeeming qualities? We didn't feel bad at all. No, no. he didn't. He was like, like he was shocked throughout. Like, he was terrible. He had, yeah, he, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, because the only thing is, like, I felt bad that D- Dina had to see it right in front of her face, but I was like, you didn't get too much of his blood on you. It should be fine. Just, like, just wash that off. It's good. But she was probably, like, in shock. But other than that, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm sorry for you that you had to see that, but I was not attached to him at all. But that's probably that's probably why they did it. They're like, she's, she's, a, she's an all right. She just blew up somebody's head. It's a, and she killed a headshot. She thinks. Yeah, that hitch. That's that's unproven. Yeah, yeah, that we don't know that one for sure. <laughs> we don't know if he had a heart There's attack or not. No proof. Yeah, because I was like, exactly. Her powers. I does. Is it localized? Is it spread out? How does she know if she killed the headshot or not? She just thinks she did. Yeah. <laughs> We're led to believe, but again, no proof. <laughs> Show me the evidence. Yeah, oh and <laughs> where's the autopsy? Yeah. <laughs> if she had kept her cool, she could have she could have gotten away with it. I think the whole school would have been on her side after Brad did that whole Kanye thing because mm-hmm. it's like nobody was on his side during his speech, and th- the school was already starting to alienate him after the whole Jenny incident. So it's like if she had kept it together, she could have made it through, but she she just couldn't because she couldn't tell she couldn't she wasn't outside of herself. She couldn't see that everybody else around her wasn't really judging her that bad in that moment. But whether that's true or not, like, if someone outs you, that's a big mm-hmm. When you've just whether it's realized it or not, that exactly. you, whether yeah. people around you are accepting of it or not, like, that's yours. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, real world, uh, real world standards, that would be a bad situation no matter what. But it's like, in real world standards, I wouldn't feel the need to kill him right then i felt like that would have been mob mentality before he even got that close to her somebody would have punched him in the face yeah i don't think that's true at all but you think people would have just stood there (laughs) will you think of like the way people like not necessarily the way that people were like at our high schools you have to look at the small town that they were from Mm, and how like things are different there like no one if an adult is not brushing the stage to get that student off stage why would another student Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless they're Stanley. Yes, yeah, unless they're tried. Stanley. Like Stanley tried, but that's because he had a connection to her. Did Stanley get knocked out? Like, mm-hmm. Yes, he got knocked yeah. the fuck out. Because <laughs> I was like, it's like when he got up, he didn't know what happened, and then he just saw the aftermath. I'm like, wait, were you out cold, Stanley? I thought yes, you got he was. <laughs> Poor Stanley. <laughs> he missed the whole damn thing. He missed the whole damn. Thing. He just wakes up and sees the body on the floor, and he's all, "What the?" <laughs> he's like i'm fr- i got an idea because i only know one person with superpowers but dane <laughs> tried bless his heart <laughs> i just want to know where was jenny in all this like jenny should have just been there for no reason it's like oh you, your head is floated too just for dead measure but yeah <laughs> jenny like i thought like i wonder if we're gonna get more of her She'd be fine if we never saw her again, to be yeah. honest. I would too, but I feel like, like, what is her fucking story, man? Yeah, she, she supposedly got out of rehab and went right back. Supposedly. <laughs> but then it's like, okay, because during detention after, um, like, after Sydney doesn't lie and tells Dino or Dina what happened, she's like, you guys want to get a drink? 
Mm -hmm. I feel like she's just like another lonely girl. Like, what's wrong with her? (laughs) So I don't know. What was she in detention for? I don't know. I I don't know. Oh, because she got caught vaping in the teacher's lounge. Which I'm like, you're just asking to get caught. What the hell are you doing in the the teacher's teacher's lounge? lounge. (laughs) I'm a bitch. You 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 wanted that. Mm -hmm. I I just want to know. I was like, when do you get kicked out of the school? It's like, how many strikes do you get? That's a good point. Here's one thing I don't understand. And it's something that I guess happens a lot when people are trying to, or I guess that I see a lot on TV when two characters are trying to hide something and they choose the worst possible time or the worst possible place to talk about it. Oh, (laughs) I don't understand why they decide they needed to have that talk in the locker room. Also, is it an all genders locker room or what is the deal there? They did just kind of waltz into wherever the hell they wanted. Yeah, that's why I I think that's that's why Dina knew the situation was off is like because it may have been the girls locker room so brad shouldn't have been in there because Mm -hmm. it was like if you're counting the numbers there was three females and one male so he looks like the odd one out and i think that's why she knew the whole situation wasn't right and that's Mm -hmm. why he came up with that really bad lie that they he came in there to pee and then they just were all chilling in the (laughs) locker room like you look stupid as hell and the thing is it's just like how close he was standing to her as opposed to sydney and then Dina's supposed to, he's like, we're all hanging out. I'm like, then why are you standing so close to her? And Sydney <laughs> looks confused and very disturbed. <laughs> Stupid. I have to say, though, I actually, it was interesting to see the flip side of, like, slut shaming, where the guy is a target. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was brief. That chlamydia. Yeah, or like gonorrhea or something. Or she gave him some type of sexually transmitted disease. And, and everybody, everybody believed it. <laughs> Except for his friend. <laughs> his friend was weird. He was just like... He, he was, was right or die. Yeah, he was supportive. He was very oh. supportive. Huh? He was trying to help. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, dude, I don't know if you know this. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I don't know shit. you this table. But... Uh, no offense to Dina and Sydney, but who was that random other guy that like came up to Dina? I was like, Dina, you got oh. options. You have oh. options. <laughs> He's like, uh, oh, that asked It's only been a day, but yeah, are you going to homecoming? You want to go with me? Did I introduce you to my abs? <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, fucking shirtless, and he's just like, he's just glistening them out. <laughs> I was just like, is this PE? We couldn't do that. Who is this random man on campus? (laughs) Sir, you can't use our track during during school hours. Like, I don't know anyone that looked like that at high school. (laughs) It's like the time my parents are like, who is that man coming out of your school? I was like, that's that's one of the students. Now he looks 26. I think he has a beard. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I see that whole PE scene was confusing me because I'm like, why are they in full on sweatsuits? in PE. I was like, and then that guy's walking by with like half no clothes on. I was like, is it hot here or cold here? I can't tell anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd pee like second period one year, I think. Because I feel like it was, I was always cold when I went out and then it got warmer during the day. So I think I was on the safer side because people that had pee like seventh period were probably boiling. Yeah. It wasn't as bad in eighth grade because in eighth grade I had like dance PE. Mm-hmm. So like we weren't doing like all the crazy shit. We were just, like, pretending like we were choreographing a dance, when in reality, we were just learning the electric slide. <laughs> That's where I learned the electric slide in fucking PE. You're ready for every <laughs> wedding. That you I really was. To. I was like, it, it ranges from, like, every Mexican party to <laughs> Yeah, once else. you know the electric slide, you, you're set for, like, three or four dances. <laughs> I'm saying. I know. <laughs> even if you don't know the dance for the group dance you could just do the electric slide and people won't judge you i mean it's essentially even the wobble it's the same basic like steps mm-hmm. <laughs> well what was that one dance you abandoned us on the dance floor about that song did not stop end. saying i abandoned you <laughs> on the dance you want to say you're not like you didn't abandon <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, like, first of all first of all you let your cousin pull us out there and you didn't even tell us the song was like 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> that was a never-ending song. We were so tired. 
We're like, when? <laughs> you just walked off. That cousin is crazy. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was our first time meeting your extended family. What, are we going to be rude? <laughs> <laughs> and this is before the shots came out. We couldn't be mean yet. <laughs> it was hot that day. People were sober at that point. They would have remembered. <laughs> It's like, why you bring your black friends over here? They're rude. <laughs> <laughs> you were not the only black people there. What are you? They would have remembered us as the rude black people. <laughs> I think that's when I had to take my shoes off. I was like, I'm so tired. Take my shoes off too. <sighs> All right. So, what do we want to see if there is a second season? What do we want to see? I still want to chat in with the rest of the characters, but I know she's going to have to have more of that mentor-mentee time. Mm-hmm. So I need to see who the shadow man is. I, based on the voice, I think I know who it is because that voice is very, uh, very distinctive, but I could be like wrong. Like who the actor is? Yeah. Oh. I think. But that, because they, they may not have cast it yet because that's happened before in shows where they actually haven't cast the character yet and they just have like a thing to as a placeholder so that's why they didn't show us his face but they didn't show us the dad's face either right we only saw glimpses Mm -hmm. of him no i don't think we know what the dad looks like yeah which is why i'm still gonna hold out and say it could be the dad i'll be really upset if it's the dad why would you be upset if it's i just hate that idea (laughs) (laughs) i don't like it i'm like no like you went through no i don't like it I hope I hope that's not it, Mercedes. Yeah, but yeah, I I still need to see the squad. I need to see her little brother. I need to see Dina and Stan. I need them to have an active role in the next season. And I want to know if Dina got the diary or if Stan got the diary. The I think the consensus is that Stan got the diary. I think that's like the 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 overall assumption is he saw it and then he got it because nobody else was interested in it. Dina was in shock. And mm-hmm. Brad was dead, so nobody was... Yeah, we didn't see it happen, but that's there's a lot of things we didn't see happen on screen during the show. So we're just assuming that Stan got it. But if he didn't, I think he'll still be on her side because he seems to be in there thick and thin. But also, if Stan has the diary, then he knows that she likes Dina. Yeah, because she, yeah. ne- she never specifically told him yeah. that that's who she She never kissed. came out to him. Yeah. But actually, he already knows because that's what what's-his-name was saying. Yeah. Now. Oh, right. Point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just, what I really want to know is what everyone is going to, like, what the authorities are going to say happened. Yeah, I want to know too. I'm just really curious to see maybe what they, don't th- they come up with. Maybe they don't think it was like a school shooting, but they can't figure out who the gunman was. Spontaneous combustion. <laughs> oh, Isn't that fire? It could be explosions yeah, in my mind. <laughs> exactly. Why not? I want that. And then I want her. To, like, I want the little brother to find out about her powers. Mm-hmm. I feel like Dina is going to, like, basically force Stan's hand. Like, you have to tell me what's going on now. Yeah. Because she can't move forward and not know. Do you think um, Sydney is going to just straight up leave town with the mentor? I don't know that she would just leave her little brother like that. Yeah, I would. But at the same would've. time, she just fucking exploded Brad's head. So maybe mm-hmm. she would in a panic. Yeah, or she could think that she would leave to protect her family. Yeah, or like she was a danger to them too, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But he said he the the mentor shadow man said they should be afraid, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh no, we're doing a us and them situation. So. Well, that's why I'm like, maybe he's 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 a bad guy. Like I don't think he's good in any way. Yeah, which, um, yeah. So we have to we that that still ties back to, um, if that's not her father how did her father die specifically and it was he involved in that as well is he was he a bad guy throughout or is he just a well, bad I guy think to other people they say that he died by suicide they do say that i the well, only reason assumption... i believe but the oh, only reason why i believe that is because he was so paranoid and mm-hmm. because, even if he was figuring out what was happening and that these people wanted to use him as like for bad like maybe he just thought the world was better off kind of thing mm-hmm. you know so, yeah that maybe he was this... so dangerous he would be doing everybody a favor yeah mm-hmm. like i could see how he would have thought that but i could also see how like maybe someone else did it and they just like made it look that way but if mm-hmm. that's the case in the second season that could be the process sydney has to go through she has to figure out 
um, that the mentor is trying to manipulate her, trying to use her for bad, and that her dad was going through the same situation. And she has to figure out if she's going to make the same decision or make a different decision, fight back, or yeah, that may mm-hmm. be, that could be a journey for the second season. I can see that. Especially with 20-minute episodes, she's going to have to go through a lot of thought process really quickly. I hope we at least get 10 episodes. Yeah. This next time around. I just feel like six and seven is so short. Yeah, mm-hmm. you guys aren't used to watching Japanese miniseries like I am, because those are like 10 episodes max sometimes, and they're shorter, and they're super concise. So you get a lot of information thrown at you really fast, and if you just hope that it all wraps up in the end. It usually does, but it's it's a lot. And so, but I feel like it's usually the first season is the foundation and then it, it goes crazier in the next season. So there may be, it may be bigger and bigger and better, just more happening if the second season does happen. So yeah, we'll see. Hopefully at least 10 episodes if that's the case. I hope so. Until then, we just, we have to get the, the novel, the graphic novel. It's short, isn't it? I don't know. I feel I have no idea. <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I looked it up yet. I gotta look it up. Yeah, I, I don't know how know you get it. graphic novels. My Oh, Chapman has graphic novels. What do you mean novels. you don't know how you get graphic novels? It's you can not, buy it like a regular novel, Anne. I don't I know. know these things. I, I feel bad. I went, I it's feel like book. I didn't. Yeah. We used to have a comic book store in my city and it closed. So after that point, I was like, how do you get those again? But, um... Yeah, they had they had graphic novels at the Chapman Library, but that is also closed right now. But that mm-hmm. they may have the it there. The world is closed. <laughs> For further notice. I was thinking about notice. getting the Kindle version. Oh, it's that's on smart. Amazon. Yeah, I just really enjoy holding books while I read them. I do too. But if you try to put in an Amazon order for a book right now, Deanna, why are you using Amazon? You're supposed to be shopping small. Where? I will send you a list. There's now a website that is like a, it has a bunch of independent bookstores on it where you can, it's a website that they put together just like Amazon, but it's only, the only vendors are um, small bookstores. That's cool. I forgot what it's yeah. called, but I'll send it to you. All right. Any final thoughts? The show was cool and vintage and relatable and good use okay. of voiceovers. <laughs> mm-hmm. It did. They didn't feel tedious at all. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I really want more. Yeah. Want I really more? liked it. Yeah, if they do do a second season, I want more 80s references. I want to keep that vibe. I'll be sad if they drop it. I just really liked, um, I don't know, something about Netflix right now, or maybe it's just these creators, like the, the grittiness of the show is really good, and I like how the writing is so tight. Like, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. so much, and the show, each episode is so short, but... I mean, you want more, but not in the sense that, like, the episodes are too short. It's more like you just want more content in general. hmm Yeah. I would say in the interim, because I, I have not watched uh, The End of the Fucking World. So I'm like, you in the haven't? interim, while we're waiting, if you haven't, you should watch it too. And I think you I will. You should watch it. Just to get it's my really of this style of storytelling. I really like this style of storytelling. Is it similar, D? It's very, it has a similar, similar vibe. It's really good. It has the same vibe. It's very dark, teenage angst. Um, nothing supernatural or anything. It's grounded in the real world. Um, but it's basically this, I'll just give you a brief synopsis. The main character thinks he's a serial killer mm-hmm. because he's a teenager and he can't feel anything. Um, and he decides that he wants to kill someone and he has his, um, like he wants his first victim to be this girl in the same grade as him who for some reason has like taken a liking to him and like wants to be his friend but it's only because she is so desperately bored with her life she wants a change so she talks to the loner and then they decide to run away together hmm. and so it's all about their journey did it get a second se- uh, season because I thought yes. so there was a oh, second okay. season um, that just recently came out too well a couple of months ago um complete that season was completely not what I expected um but it was really good and in that one they actually introduced a new character that's intertwined with them in the first season and it's it's really good because the first season has a lot of character growth like it's very obvious but it's really good and interesting to watch um and so the second one is kind of putting it all together that second season with a brand new character 
that you kind of feel for. It's, mm. just, it's really good. You would like it. Okay. Yeah. So if, while, while we are waiting for the – I am convinced we are getting a second season. I don't know when it could air because even if they did announce it, we don't know when shooting can pick up again for anything. Yeah. So sometime next year, hopefully, we'll be able to talk about this again. Yes. Mm-hmm. The second season. Yes. And until then, if you like the dark, gritty, semi-glory vibe, then you should check out the end of the fucking world. You'll love yeah. it. Yeah. You guys have to watch it because there's like this, it's just, uh, I think both <laughs> deal really well with like trauma and like mental health and stuff like that. And when you see everything they go through, it's just, uh, they, uh, it's just really good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. You have to watch it. <laughs> Okay, everyone stay healthy, wash your hands for 20 seconds, and when I say that, I mean rub your hands and soap together for 20 seconds. This does not include rinsing it off with water. I sing the ABCs. Do you? Yes. I've been singing um, uh, Mr. Brightside, like the uh, first, uh, the first like the few first... verses. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, we're oh, supposed to be gosh. saying goodbye. We're saying goodbye. Oh, right. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Yes. I'm Deanna. I'm Mercedes. And I'm Angela. Stay and clean. Stay, stay home. <laughs> stay the hell home. <laughs> Bye. Conversations with the Ride or Die Chicks is an original WODC podcast. This show is hosted by the Ride or Die Chicks and produced by Deanna Gomez. Stay up to date on all things Red or Die Chicks at thewodc.com and follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at the Ride or Die Chicks, on Twitter at WODC underscore official, and on Facebook at the Ride or Die Chicks.